Welcome back to the Ultimate Pocket Therapist. We are a mother and daughter team of Shannette and Brooke wanting to educate, entertain, and enlighten all of you to mental health. Oh, look at that attitude. Yeah. I, was, I wanted to be game showy. Oh, I see. Did, did you get that? <laughs> yeah. Uh, they all got it. Good. <laughs> okay. Good. <laughs> all righty. Here we are. Okay. So before we get started... Brooke's obviously in a mood, but before we get, <laughs> wow, before we get started, um, our disclaimer: this is not a therapy session, and I am not your therapist. Thank God, I say that most of the time, and I do mean it. I know you do. Okay, <laughs> I can go on now. And if anything that we bring up ever um, triggers things for you brings up issues for you, we encourage you to seek counseling. And again, there are resources available and we will share a resource with you now. This podcast is being sponsored by BetterHelp. Like we have mentioned in each of our podcasts, if anything we talk about triggers or brings up any issues, don't hesitate to seek counseling. Everyone has struggles, and therapy does not need to be scary. Everyone deserves to be happy, and you don't need to worry about finding a therapist near you. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist, so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Join the millions of people who are seeing what online therapy is really about. It's always a good time to invest in yourself because you are your greatest asset. And as a special offer to Ultimate Pocket Therapist listeners, you can get 10% off your first month of professional therapy at betterhelp.com slash uptherapist. That's betterhelp.com slash uptherapist. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this podcast. All right. Should we tell these fine listeners what you uh, have instilled in me since I was little and why I hate the person I am? So, actually, <laughs> what we're going to talk about today, I told you Brooke was in the mood. Wow. I'm just saying. Do you guys hear how she speaks to me? <laughs> <laughs> so, my assignment from our last episode was mm-hmm. to kind of talk about and focus on negative core beliefs. Yes. Mm-hmm. That I have never once felt in my life because my mother is a blessing and a, a saint. What do you want? I just don't want you to hurt me. (laughs) All right. So actually, looking back on our episodes, we we touched on uh, and mentioned negative core beliefs all the way back in episode number one. We were talking about depression. And we kind of mentioned it again in episode number two when we got talking more about negative thoughts and getting the thoughts turned around into positive thoughts. And I think on the show notes, you have those handouts you made on negative thoughts. Sure. 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 Okay. And also we had, um, a handout. I think you uploaded the one called nuts, (laughs) negative, unhealthy thoughts. Yes. Okay. So those are something, if you're interested, they're, they're there to review, but what we've really not done is 
talked directly about what negative core beliefs are. We've kind of skipped around it and mentioned them, mm-hmm. but we haven't really addressed them. And then after the episode last week, um, kind of at the end, I'm thinking that's something that we probably ought to really go back and talk about because I think it's really important. I think negative core beliefs are something that people need to be aware of. Well, I think everyone is like, oh, I know what that is. I know mm-hmm. what those are. But it's like, do you? Like yeah. that? We know what negative talk is. Yeah. 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 And it's like you can come up with what negative core beliefs are, but the deep rooted, how they come, what they are and how they really screw with you. Right. How they impact our lives all the time. Daily. All the time. They, they get in the way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So basically we'll go back and explain what they are and how we get them. Okay. Okay. So Negative core beliefs are just general truths that we believe about ourselves. Okay. Okay. So that's pretty simple. But what we don't realize is these beliefs usually start when we're really young. And even this week in kind of researching and looking at things about negative core beliefs, it kind of validates my idea that they start when we're very little. Mm -hmm. And what I've been reading is consensus before age seven. So we're little Little. when we get them. So basically, one way of explaining them that I use to explain to my clients is it's what we believe our parents believe about us. It's deep. That is really deep. Okay. So negative core beliefs often come from our parents. Okay. And we take on what we assume their belief system is about us. And we're too little prior to age seven. We're too little to cast doubt on our all-knowing parent. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if we think or we imagine, because negative core beliefs are not always true, but most yeah. of the time they're not. Okay. Yeah. But if we imagine that's what our parents think about it, it becomes our belief system. So negative core beliefs can come from other people. It can come from grandparents, older siblings. I've had that happen in counseling where it's really brought on by older siblings. Okay. But most of the time it's, it's about our parents. Okay. Yeah. So go ahead and blame me. I do. Okay. Okay. Well, good. Just get that out. I don't out. need your okay. permission. Mm-hmm. I, I have for years. Okay. Mm-hmm. But what we have to realize is we don't have to come from horrible, awful homes. Okay. We can have great parents mm-hmm. and still end up with negative core beliefs. Right. Because it's what we are taking on as our belief system. Okay. Okay. So kind of an example of a negative core belief that would be easy to identify where it came from is if you grew up in a family or had parents and one or both parents said to you often, you're never going to amount to anything. You're never going to amount to anything. So we're going to grow up believing what? That we are going to never amount to anything. Right. So we have to realize these negative core beliefs start when we are very little in this black and white thinking stage of development. Mm -hmm. Okay. So kids don't cognate well when they're little, Mm -hmm. okay? They can't see the gray area. So if you have a parent that is constantly telling you, you're wonderful, I love you, you're the best, I'm glad God gave you to me to raise, I'm happy to be your mom, we have a pretty good 
foundation and a pretty good belief system. Mm -hmm. But what if we have a parent that's just really busy and doesn't say anything? Yeah. So we've, if we don't hear it, then it's not true. So we start to believe the opposite. Mm -hmm. If we don't hear, I love you, then we start to believe you're not loved. Mm-hmm. Because they can't say, oh, my mom really loves me because she's busy doing this. We don't cognate. Right. Okay. Very yeah. interesting. Yeah. And they can come from just comments that are made often. Mm-hmm. Uh, an example of a story I have, I always have stories. <laughs> but a story I have is years ago, I saw a couple in counseling. And this is back when I was doing couple counseling and they were coming in to deal with some communication stuff, actually got along fairly well. Okay. Mm -hmm. But, um, one of the big issues is the, the guy could never quite get through college. Hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. And he had, you know, he was in his late twenties, still hadn't got a bachelor's degree, been working on it, but could not ever get through college and one time I was actually seeing him in an individual session Mm -hmm. and he said to me one of the reasons he could not get through college is because he wasn't smart Hmm. okay so I'm going you're not smart what do you mean and he starts saying well I just I I can't understand things I'm not smart and I go you're one of the smartest people I know. And at the time, he was fluent in Spanish, could not only speak it, but write it, you know, Mm -hmm. read it. Um, He was amazing with finance. He was, you know, all these things. And I go, well, tell me about not being smart. And it ended up that growing up, his mom was an educator Okay. Mm -hmm. His older sister was brilliant. Okay. So back in the day, you know, before you remember this, Brooke, they used to send home paper report cards. Whoa. I know. I know. Just saying. And so the report cards would come home. His was fine. His sisters were all straight A's. She was like valedictorian of high school, went on to be an engineer. Smart, smart, smart. Okay. Mm -hmm. And his mom would repeatedly say, well, I know you could do better. Mm. Okay. And she never said you weren't smart, but just the comment of, I know you could try and do a little bit better to a child means what? You didn't do good right. enough. I'm not smart. Mm-hmm. I was like, so he grew up with this belief that he wasn't smart. Mm. So hence not getting through college. Yeah. Because he couldn't, he wasn't smart. So working on changing the negative core belief around, he went on to get straight A's the last two semesters of college because he realized that negative core belief didn't identify him. Right. But it had up until the time. So one of the things that we have to realize with these negative core beliefs is we got to figure them out. Yeah. Figure out what they are Mm -hmm. and then figure out where they came from. Yeah. Yeah. Because what we know is if we don't, figure them out and we're not aware of them, they just continue to get in the way and impact our lives. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what we also know about negative core beliefs is that we don't have a whole lot of them. Okay. Okay. So we have maybe 
one or maybe two. So what would be some examples of the negative core beliefs? Like if we take it back to the very core, we're not talking just negative talk, but a core belief. What comes up for you as a core belief? I think one that's common for most people is I'm fat. Mm -hmm. I'm overweight. I'm, I'm overweight. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. And then it can branch off from there to, you know, I'm not pretty. I'm not a belief system. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. What about ones like, um, not being good enough? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think that one's one I see a lot. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What other ones? Worthless. What else? I'm just trying to think of the ones that I hear a lot of. Yeah, I'm looking. We had a handout that had a lot of really good ones in it, and... Um, yeah, I'm not good enough. I'm not lovable. That's a big one. Yes. I'm worthless. Yep. I am not confident. And even outside of yourself, it can be the world is dangerous. People are bad. People are untrustworthy. Yeah. Belief systems about others and our environment. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So here's the thing. These negative core belief systems start when we're really little. Right. Okay. But the biggest thing in getting them turned around for me in working with clients is to get the client to realize they're not true. Okay. Okay. We weren't born with them. Yeah. Okay. Were you born not good enough? Were you born worthless? Were you born not lovable? No. Yeah. That's not how it works. Right. Right. Yeah. But that is what we tend to start believing Mm -hmm. is that we're not based on, you know, different things that, that probably really didn't happen, but it's the belief system that we had around it. And like I said, sometimes they really are, they come because they did happen. Right. Mm -hmm. We really do have toxic parents Mm -hmm. and that, but most of the time, no, you know? Yeah. And it's not any more or less validating of a core belief, whether it, truly happened or didn't happen, Mm -hmm. it can still impact you the same way. Right. Yeah. Well, it, it, we, we believe it's true and it identifies us. Mm -hmm. So what happens is we go through life, we find things that validate it. Yeah. And things that don't validate it, we discard. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We can, you know, definitely, it goes on to impact things like our self-esteem. Um, you know, it, just a lot of stuff, eating disorders, mm-hmm. you know, depression, anxiety, all kinds of stuff can be tracked back to a belief system of a negative core belief, not being good enough, being worthless. You know, um, I talked a while ago with, um, the episode in toxic, the not toxic parents, the like maternal, oh, misogynist, narcissist, narcissist. Yeah. Yeah. And about an example of a client that had to be perfect. Oh, yeah. Okay, that was a negative core belief. Right. That I have to be perfect. If I'm not perfect, I'm a failure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what do we do to change them? Well, <laughs> now we got them. <laughs> we found them. Okay, they're there. Now what do we do? Yeah. Uh, well, I think, like anything, there's probably going to be a pattern of which they arise. Mm-hmm. What triggers us to 
have these thoughts come out. Right. What's the pattern of behavior? Okay. Right? So Mm -hmm. being aware of when our negative talk starts, what Mm -hmm. triggers it. Yeah. Being analytical about it. Yeah. Because we can't change something we don't know's not there. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. You can't change what you can't see. Right. Yeah. So if we're going to change it, we have to realize that these thoughts have been around forever. They're like constant companions. Okay. (laughs) And I was reading something that was talking about negative core belief is like the root of a tree. Mm -hmm. And then our limited thoughts or our negative thoughts are like the branches. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I mean, it's pretty solid. Yeah. In our foundation. Yep. One of the things that I read that was pretty um, funny or made me laugh about it and it kind of put it in perspective um, as the, hold on. Okay. When you said they're a constant companion um, is our thoughts are constant companions. So it's important to make sure that they aren't bullies instead (laughs) that they make us feel better. There we go. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and that's so true. Our thoughts can be bullies, you know? Yeah. So the thing is, is like, it's on us to work on changing these, mm-hmm. but we can't really change a negative thought to a positive thought, like drastically. Yeah. Okay. It's kind of like this baby steps. Uh huh. Okay. So if you're going to look at, you know, changing these patterns, You've got to go to something that's believable. Okay. Okay. So if you want to say something like, you know, um, I'm confident. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if you believe you're not confident, you can't just go from my belief is I'm not confident to telling myself I'm confident. You're not going to believe it. Yeah. Okay. So what you do is start looking at, I'm working on gaining confidence in this area. Mm -hmm. Then start listing things that you're confident in. Okay. Okay. And then when things come up that challenge your label of confidence, you have things to go back on and go, no, I am confident. I did this and I have this. So a lot of times writing this down. Mm-hmm. And journaling and looking at what in our lives we do that we are confident with. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Same with lovable. Yeah. I'm not lovable. And then where's examples of people we know that do love us? That's challenging that belief system of not being lovable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, very true. Mm-hmm. So unless we get these darn things turned around, they're always going to be there. Yeah. They don't magically disappear. Mm -hmm. But I think the hardest thing is that we have to do the work. Right. Because just being aware of them and go, oh, yeah. Because I had a client come in just not long back that we've been working on negative core beliefs. And she just goes, well... Now she's finding examples of when they pop up. Now she's aware of them. It's like she can't not see them. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And so she comes in and it's like, well, but they're everywhere. How do I change them? And her idea was, I don't know if I can change them. It's they're like, she's in her fifties. 
Yeah. And it's like, how do I change him? You know? Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh, we can do this one step at a time, but we have to be proactive and work on it. And every time they pop up, we have to challenge them. Okay. Yeah. And by challenge them. Tell ourselves, okay, that's not true. Okay. Here's examples of how they're not true. Mm-hmm. Write examples down. Okay. So if you have one that's I'm not good enough, what are examples of being good enough? Start simple. I'm a good driver. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> I got the mail like a champ. Yeah, I, I did this. I mean, it's like it really is baby steps mm-hmm. because it's we live up to our labels. And so basically we are changing a label that we have put on ourselves and identified ourselves with our most of our life. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they talk about, they usually start in childhood, but I have a client, it just keeps popping up and I, it makes me wonder now if I could go back in time and explore it. But she was a young mother. She got married because she got pregnant, but she married someone who they had been together for a really long time and they were planning on getting married anyway, but she got pregnant, which was very disgraceful to her mother. Okay. Her mom was not happy that it was the had to get married deal. Okay. Okay. So when she had her baby, she was struggling a little bit with, you know, some of the things of being a new mom. And her mom said to her, you will never be a good mom. And she could never get that out of her belief system. Hmm. And... Well, I was seeing her, it impacted everything about her ability to be a mom. And why I wonder if I could go back in time and explore is if that didn't kick in a deeper negative core belief, you know, but that was what she had focused on is those words from her mom, which she totally thought was true. I'll never be a good mom. I'm not good enough. I, you know, I shouldn't have kids by the time I ended up seeing her I mean at the end of seeing her she had a second child Mm -hmm. and still feeling like a failure as a mom that's how strong these negative core beliefs can be and that was an example of one that seemed to come up in later life yeah you know even though they believe most of them are childhood so I kind of question whether or not it's always when we're little well and I think too you know survivors of abusive Mm -hmm. relationships yeah they will come out of that with some pretty strong negative core beliefs. I agree. And yeah, once you have a core belief, you only see things from that one perspective. Right. Yeah. That's all we can see it from. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's the only truth. Right. There until, is. We, until we identify it and change it. I think the hardest thing is identifying them because mm-hmm. people know how they feel. Yeah. And can tell me how they feel but they don't understand how deep it goes and how it is really a core belief they've had since childhood. Okay. You know, these are deep. Yeah. And even though we try on the surface to get rid of them, they do impact. Mm-hmm. They cause a bunch of problems in life that you maybe don't even realize they're coming from. Yeah, a, I agree. A core belief. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the examples that I had seen was um, the, you know, 
procrastinating on things that might help you better your life, okay. push you along on your career or get to a next level that you're trying to be at. You'll procrastinate that because you have a negative core belief that's holding you back. Like probably not being good enough. Yeah. I'm not good or, enough or yeah. I'll never make good money or I'll never, right. You know, something. Some, yeah. Yeah. I'm a failure. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then yeah, a good example, maintaining relationships or making quality friendships. Right. Again, you know, who knows what that core belief would be, but something yeah. as simple as I'm worthless mm-hmm. or yeah, no I'm one not likes lovable. Me. Yes. Yeah. That would be one that would come into relationships big time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And some, uh, OCD. Yep. Obsessive compulsive can come out. Um, yes. You know, mm-hmm. excessive hand washing or any mm-hmm. kind of compulsive behavior. Yeah. Can stem from negative core beliefs also. Right. Yeah. And again, like we talked about with um, our lady we were talking about in the last episode, just the, you know, a lifetime of that and the depression. Mm-hmm. Another list of problems that can emerge from uh, negative core beliefs I really found interesting was obviously there's the low um, self-esteem, you know, the feelings of inagu- inadequacy. But also difficulty in just handling stress or you might be inappropriately jealous or obsessed over somebody. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, and you, honestly, it might be you might be presenting some hostile behavior or be really confrontational, mm-hmm. you know, and with that, there's bullying, substance abuse. Right. And overeating or undereating. Right. Like you had said, one of the core beliefs in the beginning is I'm fat. Yeah. Mm hmm. I think that that's a very common mm-hmm. one in today's world. And that can, that core belief can be instilled by not even parents, but just media. Yeah. Yeah. And other people. Oh, I have um, another story. I have a, a client I worked with in the past that had problems with an eating disorder. And in looking at it, it did stem back to her mom constantly always being on diets. And Mm. the mom always obsessed about her weight and never feeling good enough about her weight. And again, picking that up as a child, Mm -hmm. you know, then if I'm not worried about my weight, if I'm not doing something about my weight, I'm not going to be pretty. I'm not going to be whatever it was. And honestly, this whole obsession with the weight came from her mom's. Watching her mom Uh obsess over weight. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. And then, like I've said before, we just see it play out so much with depression, anxiety. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So, interesting topic, negative core beliefs, because they're there. I don't know many people who don't have them. On some scale. I know. That, yeah. That don't impact, you know, and I guess we're fortunate if we don't. Right. But identifying them and realizing that they're not true and getting them turned around. But, you know, if you have them and you're struggling with them, again, I'm a therapist, but, you know, look at going to therapy. Mm-hmm. Look at doing some of the cognitive behavioral stuff we've talked about in, you know, dealing with ways to treat depression and stuff. Very effective excuse me, and getting negative thoughts turned around. Yeah. But these are deep negative thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. These aren't just on the surface. These go way back. Mm-hmm. And yeah. if you're trying to, you know, maybe start addressing stuff just on your own too, I mean, mm-hmm. make sure that 
if you're trying to find some replacement beliefs for whatever negative core beliefs, mm-hmm. make sure that there's some truth and some evidence. Give yourself evidence. Right. Give yourself truth to replace that or you're just yeah. going to keep circling the drain with this right negative core belief. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm a real fan of the journaling, writing it down, looking at collecting evidence of why these negative core beliefs aren't true, but writing it down so mm-hmm. you can go back and look at it. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Because there's evidence in every day mm-hmm. to honestly prove mm-hmm. it yeah. wrong. But generally, our days go with negative thoughts. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're good at that. Mm-hmm. We are. <laughs> yeah. So We love to bully ourselves. <laughs> yeah, we don't need help. No, yeah. we don't. <laughs> Just beat our own selves up. So anyway. Okay, well, that's kind of a lot, but I think it's something for people to really think about. Yeah, definitely. And um, if you guys are enjoying the podcast, a great way to support us is to click the follow button, give us a rating or a review, send us an email. Um, it really helps more than you guys mm-hmm. know. And we really appreciate guys listening. I mean, we are on what episode 27 now. Look at us go. It is just crazy. So we appreciate you all and we'll catch you next time. Mm